Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. The show that we talk about life's problems that may break or tear our hearts apart. On Reconnect My Heart, we discuss God's answers to life's problems. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Reconnect My Heart Podcast, the show that we talk about life's problems that may break or tear a heart's apart. <clears throat> On Reconnect My Heart, we discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way he originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Prater. I'm so glad you're able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, if you just want to listen to the show, Feel free to call me at 516-453-9118. That's 516-453-9118. Or you can listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Reconnect My Heart. Also, you can go to the video version of Reconnect My Heart. It's on ReconnectMyHeart.com, Reconnect My Heart, or Reconnect My Heart Podcast, either one. <clears throat> 
uh, reconnectmyheartpodcast.com. You will see the video version of this episode live. I want to thank each and every one of y'all who are tuning in. Also, uh, got started a little late. I wanted to um, just being honest with you. I wanted to make sure that everything was all right. Ran into some difficulties, but it's working. Excuse <laughs> uh, <clears throat> me. Wanted to share with y'all this. This is something that um, it was two things that was kind of on my heart. So I just share. Uh, this was the episode that I wanted to do a couple of weeks ago, and then what was on my heart today, I share with y'all. Uh, Lord willing, next week. But today we want to talk about, I should have kept my mouth shut. I should have kept my mouth shut. We want to talk about the importance of our words, the importance of the words that we say. If you look at it, many of us, we really minimize the effectiveness of our words. What do our words mean? You know, of course, you know, that old saying, we've always heard sticks and stones may break my bones, but words would never hurt me. Well, sometimes it depends on who it comes from. And especially the main person that those words affect when it comes from that person who's in our mirror. Sometimes we end up saying some of the craziest things out of our own mouth, and oftentimes it's targeted towards us. Why are we so harsh on ourselves? Don't you know as many people, when there's something good that happens, first thing, well, you know, they'll dismiss it. Or, being honest with you, because I was at one point in my life, I was one that was pretty negative about myself. When someone would give me a compliment, I would brush it off. I would dismiss it, or I would put down something that they had tried to esteem or encourage me about. It might have been an outfit. It might be a particular thing. Oh, this whole thing, blah, blah, blah. Instead of saying the two words, thank you, thank you. But what do we do? We'll find more words to say that are negative than accepting the positive words and even the affirmation by just saying thank you. And so what we want to do, we want to talk about the importance of our words. Our words have life. Even the Bible tells us there's life and death in the power of the tongue. And so when you look at it, our words that we say today are like the footprints that are leading us to where we're going tomorrow. So when you look at it, the words that we say are so impactful. But if you notice, one of the things that has to be consistent, if we examine what we say, it actually exposes what's in our minds or what's in our heart pertaining to ourselves pertaining to our purpose, pertaining to our own identity about ourselves. So there's something to think about. Oftentimes that old saying, hurt people, hurt others, that could be true. But the main person we have to look at, and when we're hurting someone, oftentimes we hurt ourselves. We dismiss, we overlook the importance of a 
redeeming ourselves. Now that doesn't mean that we have um we're arrogant or we have uh, the mindset or the idea that we're better than everyone. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about a healthy, godly esteem, a healthy, godly esteem about ourselves, about our outlook, and also about others, but most importantly about God. Don't you know oftentimes when you say, excuse me, I had something scratch my eye. You know, when you, when you say things about you that's negative, now, we're not just talking about other people, but we want to talk about ourselves. When we talk about something as precious as a person that God has made us, when we, when we put down ourselves, we put down God's creation, one of God's creations, and that's us. You know, even in the Bible to tell us what God made, he said it was good. So if God made good, then why would we dismiss or put down what or who God created? And that should make us examine ourselves, pertaining to our outlook on ourselves as well as on others. But it's so important for us to watch what we say. One of the things I found that... You know, let's say, matter of fact, this is something that caught my attention. For those that don't know, this is a Navy pot. Use it to clean the sinus. But just imagine if I had the words right here and I would put in, well, you know what? You'll never be nothing. Boop. You're sorry. Boop. You're no good. Boop. Just like your your parents ain't nothing, just like your mom ain't nothing, your dad ain't nothing, you ain't going to be nothing. You ignorant. You stupid. Imagine this is my heart and my mind. All the words, the word seeds I put in, even what I'm watching, even what I'm listening to, I'm putting these things into my soul. I'm putting these things into my heart. So all these word seeds, we call these word seeds, all these word seeds that we're putting in because of what we're watching, what we listen to, and even the people that we keep in our company, our circle of friends, who we entertain, who we gravitate to. And we're picking up these word seeds that are so negative, and we feed this to our soul, to our minds, and to our hearts. Now, those words cease when water, it grows. Now, when it's time for those words to come out, what's going to happen? Everything that I have put in now is going to come out. Ain't going to never be nothing. I'm sorry. I'm terrible. Uh, uh, I'm stupid. I'm crazy. All those words that I'm saying is actually a reflection of what I have deposited or invested in my heart, mind, and soul. Tell us, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's um, Matthew 12 and 34. But if you think about it, out of the abundance, out of the, the word abundance means surplus. So in other words, there's a surplus of negative words that has been invested or deposited or 
grounded in me, planted in me. And so now the words that I'm spewing out is a fraction. It is a, if you want to call it a taste or a taster, a tester of what I have put in my heart. Get this. Words give evidence of the, quote, unquote, evil or good in a person's heart, in a person's heart and mind. Those words are evidence. So what we're saying, we're saying evidence of what is actually in our hearts. If you go to a doctor and they find some type of um let's just say some type of extra skin or even matter of fact I did this I had a, a mold removed some time ago and when I had the mold or skin tags removed what they did they cut it off but then they end up doing what they call a biopsy to examine to make sure that it was not cancerous well the words that we say is actually where people or even God may even do a biopsy on those words to see if those words are evil or good. <clears throat> and so with that understanding, if our heart is of good treasure, then that means good will overflow out of the treasures of our heart. But if our hearts are evil or, or if our hearts are hurt, then hurt words will come out. Or if you want to look at it, venom will sprue out. Why? Because what is in us now out. In other words, what comes out is actually an evidence of what's in our hearts. Excuse me. Get some water. So it's so important for us to examine our words. You know, what I found out, oftentimes when you see someone, when they're cussing or they always very animated with their words, oftentimes that reveals that their words are limited or their vocabulary is limited. Sometimes some people may express themselves with um, profanity because they feel like they can't convey how they truly feel. So they say a word that may be vulgar to really, if you want to say, capitalize how they feel. But you can, you know, you can get your point across not only without cussing, but also even without raising your voice. One of the things I found out, and I'm learning, I'm learning. This is me being very transparent. I'm learning about life. I'm learning about people. And also, I'm learning about myself. I'm learning a lot about myself. And so, one of the things I found out, when a person is talking, 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 when I'm learning, and I'm not saying everybody, to each his own. But then there are some people, the reason why they say that, the reason why they say a lot is because they feel like nobody hears them. And oftentimes when when they feel like a person don't hear them, then they feel like they have to say everything they can to hurry up to try to get everything that's in their heart out. But when a person knows who they are, confident in who they are, but also, hmm, 
not trying to compare themselves to others, then they can convey what needs to be said. And that's it. But what we have to look at what we what we say it matters a whole lot. You know, the Bible tells us you have what you say. But also what happens a lot of times we have what we say. No, nah, what happens? We say what we have, and when we say what we have, we don't have nothing, and we don't get nothing. Why? Because oftentimes we're speaking the opposite of God's will for our life. Hmm. We're speaking the opposite. Sometimes we may live the opposite of what God's will is for our life. So in other words, there has to be an alignment. There has to be harmony. You know, even in the Bible, the Bible talks about harmony all the time. And if you notice, the devil's kingdom ain't divided. But unfortunately, I'm not going to say God's kingdom, but I just say God's people are oftentimes divided. And sometimes we even divide amongst ourselves. The Bible tells us an un uh, uh, an unstable mind, a, a person that's unstable in all his ways, get nothing. And so what we need to do, we need to understand, number one, who we are, and not just who we are compared to others, but most importantly, who we are compared to God or in God, who we are in God. When we know who we are in God, then they help us to understand who he is, and they help us to understand more of who we are. But how in the world are you going to examine the fruit if you don't examine the tree? You got to understand the tree, and then you understand the seed or the fruit from the tree. Well, do you know who you are? You know, even when you go to the doctor, they always ask about your health. Then they ask about your genealogy, your mother, your father your siblings, anyone in your family, they have this element, that element, all that stuff. You know, oftentimes, it's not what, I, what I'm finding out. It's not so much of a generational curse. Sometimes we just creatures of habit because we're in the same culture. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> so what we have to do, we have to understand who we are. We have to understand our verbiage. Our verbiage is so important. I'm used to seeing when I was um, when my son was younger, I used to take him to you know the grocery store and everything, and all of a sudden while I'm I'm talking to him and having a conversation with him, then all of a sudden here come another parent with a smaller child or maybe a child that's about my son's age, or whatever, and that parent just cussing at that child, and I'm like, do you understand what you're doing? You know, first of all, but I found that I found that a couple of years ago. I believe it's in the state of Texas. Matter of fact, while we're talking, I'm gonna look it up. I'm a, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say anything right now. I'm gonna wait because I want to make sure I look it up. But it's so important for us to be mindful of what we say and also what we say to our children. What are we saying? What are we saying to our kids? What are we saying to our C's? What are we saying to our C's? Let's see, um, so is it against the law? 
So it is it is so important for us, so important for us to be mindful of what we say. <clears throat> Let me see. All right. I'll tell y'all exactly what I was looking up. Okay. <clears throat> well, I'm saying for another time. You know, for us to cuss out at our kids, especially small kids, especially small kids, come on now, parents, parents, look at what you're doing. When you cursing your seeds, think about it. When you cursing your seeds, you're also cursing your genealogy. You cursing your seeds, and you giving permission for your child to be that same parent that's cursing out them, that's cursing out their them. You giving your child permission to curse out their seeds. It's not. Come on now, it's not worth it. You don't know some of these. Some people. They don't. They do things without thinking. For example, now, they, regardless of what they smoke, they want to smoke with the windows up. But the kids, the babies in the back seat. Come on now, the babies in the back seat. Think, think, and being honest with you, on a personal note, I'm speaking as a parent. And you don't have to be saved. You don't have to be a minister to know. That's unhealthy for you, but most importantly, that's unhealthy for the child. Some of y'all, some people may, you know, may agree. That's fine. Some may not agree. Some may get upset by saying, I really don't care because what's more important is the health of your child. You don't want to put your child in harm's way. So let's be responsible on our behavior around our children. So going to the importance of saying the right things, saying, saying the thing. In other words, what did God say pertaining to you? How about you say what thus says the Lord? Whatever God said, that's what you're saying on concerning you, about you. That's what God, if God said that you're precious, how about you say you're precious? You know, you know, I'm going to tell you like this. I love my son. To me, I have a handsome son. I love my son. And I believe in telling him, yeah, look here. His mother don't have to be the only one to tell him. No, daddy going to tell him. And yeah, he is a boy, yeah, but I'll tell him. If I had a daughter, I would say the same. Because oftentimes what happens when you look at it, if you don't esteem your own, you're subject to have someone else to esteem them and give them an artificial ill motive plot or seed that may take them out physically, spiritually, emotionally. Understand, it is our responsibility to speak life to our children and to speak life to our children's parents. We got to speak life. It is crazy to see so many negative-minded people, and I can speak about it because, like I said, I was one of them. I was one of them. But when I found out who I was, 
when I really understood who I was. Matter of fact, when I, this was early on in my ministry, I'll never forget, I was getting ready to speak on a New Year's night, and God gave me a message to speak, and as I was printing it off, I went to a location to get it printed off, and then I went over to my mom's house to pick her up. And all I knew was that week, God was telling me to really study. And as I studied and I got this revelation, God showed me, and I was like, wow. But I noticed what God was telling me was the message is so impactful that the devil tried to get rid of the message by trying to get rid of the messenger. So all throughout the week, I almost got hit by a car, almost, um, hmm. No, like banners gonna go down. See for one second. I'm gonna keep on talking, but um, like it was saying that uh, like my my battery. Oh, my battery, my battery, my battery, my battery on my uh. Hmm. Oh, here it is. Okay, my battery on my laptop is. I thought it was plugged in. Okay, make sure it's there it is. There we go. All right. But um the words was the words were so impactful that the devil tried to do something to take me out. I almost got into accidents. Uh one person almost ran me off the road. And then this is all within the week. This is right after. And let's just say um, when I got that revelation. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. It was the whole week. The whole week. Whenever, whenever I'm get ready to preach or even get ready to minister to someone, and it's a need, the devil always try to do crazy stuff. Um, most of the time, I used to get stuck in the elevator, or when I get on the elevator, the elevator drops. Something crazy, so you know. But I understand. Now that that was a scare tactic that I was trying to do, but I end up pulling up to pull up to my mom's house to pick her up, and I got out at first. I pulled up. It was nighttime. I pulled up. There was nobody around. I pulled up in the driveway, parked, opened up the door, and there was somebody that just appeared right at my door. He had his hands in his pocket. Say, man, this house my sister was at. I said, huh? I'm like, what kind of what kind of question was that? But as soon as I said, huh? And I looked behind me, I looked behind my car, and there was a female that was standing right behind my car. And she made eye contact with me, and she said, that's not him. That's not, I said, dude, I just got here. Did you see me just pull up? Oh, and they just disappeared just like that. I'm like, oh. They let me know that, you know what, the devil did not want this message to come forth. And that message was entitled, if I'm not mistaken, um, I don't remember the name of it exactly. I'll tell you the key words that were said that really changed my life that I even, I tell everybody. <clears throat> but it is so important for you to not only speak life, speak encouraging words, but for you to know who you are, this were the words. God's word said that we are the apple of his eye. 
But do you understand what that word means? The apple of your eye. You are the apple of his eye. It's not talking about the fruit that you eat. That is a metaphor talking about the eye, the pupil. Now, the word pupil in its Latin origin means a little doll or little man. So, in other words, when you look into somebody's eyes, you see a little doll or little man. In other words, you see a reflection of yourself. So, when we look into somebody's eyes, we see a reflection of ourselves. So, that means that we are the apple of God's eyes. So, when we look into his eyes, we see reflection of ourselves, but when he looks to our eyes, so important. When we look into when he looks into our eyes, he sees reflection of himself. And this is and like I said, these words that I'm sharing is what God gave me that really, really, really helped me to understand more about me. But also, like I said, and when I found out this, these are some of the words that the devil that I want us to understand. But if you notice from the time you were born up until now you've been a grown person, everything in your body changes, grows, everything, except for one thing, your eyes. You got the same size eyes that you had when you were born as what you have right now. So in other words, that same image God saw, God sees. But what happened is there could be distance. See, if somebody close up to me, I see a huge image of myself in their eyes. But if there is distance, there might be a small image or no image at all because I can't see. I can't even see their eyes. I can't even see their face, much less their eyes. So that's why it's so important that God wants us to repent. Repent is two words. Re means do again. Pent is the highest level of anything. It could be a position. It could be uh, like pentagon, you know, um, penthouse. It's the highest level. So in other words, the highest level of, of a relationship that we can have is our relationship with Jesus Christ. So once we have that relationship back, uh, we in back fellowship with God, when we have repented, we go back to our original state. It is to be close to him. So in repenting, it brings us closer. In repenting, it helps us to be able to have our eyes connected to him for him to see himself in our eyes and vice versa. So it's so important for us to know who we are. Quit speaking negative. Start speaking life. If God didn't say it, you shouldn't say it about you. And like I said, I know many of us, we can esteem other people, but we can't esteem ourselves. We can't say encouraging words. We can't say blessed words. You should be able to speak blessings over your life. And the word blessing simply means speaking well of, spoken well of. In other words, let your name be well spoken of, well spoken of. Let your name be well spoken of. That's the meaning of the word blessed. Are you a blessing to yourself? Get well of yourself. You should. You should. You know, I found that if you don't speak well about yourself, who will? <laughs> Who's going to speak about you? Good. 
Who's going to do it? You can't rely upon other people to do it. You got to do it for yourself. So it's so important for us to be able to speak God's word, God's truth about us, about Y-O-U. It's so important. You know, God have us, God have us on his heart. And don't you know, when we speaking the word of God over our life, it's a peace that comes. It's, you know, when you allow God's word to medicate you, don't you know there's healing? Don't you know the devil tried badly to make us gravitate to how people treat us to receive the words based on how they treat us? But in spite of, in spite of what somebody have said, in spite of what somebody have done, you can't allow that to be your identity. You can't allow that to be the quote-unquote final, if you want to call it final answer, like on the uh, on the show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Is that your final answer? No, it's not. God's words should be our final answer. If if people say anything contrary to what God's word says, we don't have to receive it. We don't have to receive every word that people say about us. Even if somebody pray for you, let's be honest, even if somebody pray for you, don't you know they can't force them prayers upon you? The only way for you to be able to get those words is if you receive. But most of us, what do we do? We receive the bad stuff. We receive the negative stuff. Like I said, not just from others, but from ourselves. We got to do better. We got to do better. You know, 6 and 45 says, a good man out of the good treasures of his heart brings forth good. We have to make sure that we examine our heart. What are we investing into our heart? What are we planning into our hearts? Also, even in Ephesians 4 and 29 tells us, let no corrupt words proceed out of our mouth. We can't allow those words that negative them, devilish words, negative. I mean, all this polluted words to pollute our spirit. You know, and don't you know, even if we try to quote unquote curse someone, don't you know, we don't have the authorization to do that. When we curse others, we're actually cursing ourselves. We're actually cursing God's creation. And I know sometimes it's easy for us. It is easy for us. When people deal with our emotions, hey, look, you be ready to chicken choke them. Yes. Look here. You be, you be ready to check your account and see how much bail money you got. But it's so important for us to let those things be God's responsibility, not our own. And so I want to encourage you with each one of these words, let the word of God bring bring forth and spring forth things that are godly, things that are edifying. We should speak things that are edifying to us spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. You know, so that's that's why it's so important for us to monitor what we say, monitor what we listen to. Monitor, monitor, I say monitor, monitor the conversation that we're entertaining. 
these things are very, very crucial to our psyche. It's so important. So I want to encourage you, this being Saturday, oh, excuse me, Sunday night, the first day of October, October the 1st of 2023. Let today be a new beginning for you. Speak the word of God. Speak God's truths over your life, in your life. And I'm going to be honest with you. Don't expect other people to do it for you. You do it yourself. Because how would you expect other people to do it when you're not doing it for you? Even if no one else does it, you got somebody speaking truths, God's truths in your life. It should be you. So I want to encourage each and every one of you, love yourself. Love yourself the way God loves you. Protect God's investment. Protect your peace. Protect your joy. Protect your healing. And I'm not talking about from other people. No, no, no. I'm talking about from yourself. No one has the power and authority to make you miss your blessing but you. You can't receive if you don't make your own investment. Life is about a choice. God has given us choice. God has made us free will moral agents. How about you take the time to start speaking God's truth, God's life into your life? Don't risk, don't expect other people to do it for you. Do it for you. Do it for you. If you listen here, even for that lady that's used to doing everything and esteeming her kids and her grandkids and you saying these positive things, I want you to do this. If you're not going to speak positive things, godly things for you, do it for your kids' mama. If you don't do it for you, grandmama, do it for your grandkids' grandmother. So in other words, if you got to look at, if you don't look at who you are in the, in the eyesight of that person that's in your mirror, listen to who you are and watch who you are based upon those that love you, those that care about you, those that, bad, that have your best interest at heart. We love you, okay? But do you love yourself? And if you don't know how to love yourself, I'm, like I said, I'm telling for personal experience, I was that person. That was me. Was, not currently, was me. I've been there. I've been there. But one of the things I have to realize, I have to give my whole being to God. I have to ask God to help me examine me. That's why, look here, I don't mind talking about me. And the reason why, I know some people, oh, you always bring up your business. I do that. Why? Number one, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. Also, my testimony should be an encouragement to those who may feel the same way. Who may feel the same way how I felt. Not feel, how I felt. And yes, I bring it up in some some of my conversations. I bring up several times, not because oh, there must be June Strucker. No, you know why? Because it may be somebody who may be watching for the first time. That's one of the reasons why we can't we can't overlook or we can't take for granted who may be watching, who may be listening. One of the things I'm a firm believer in: let this last message 
be a message as if it's my first message. So in other words, if I speak tomorrow, I'm going to speak as if I have a brand new audience. And so that's what we have to look at. There are some people I can easily say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like the episode I spoke three weeks ago. Well, guess what? There may be some people who may not have time to look for that message I spoke three weeks ago. They look for that word right now. So God may put in my spirit to speak about that right now because I'm having your attention right now. I don't want you to look here. I don't want you to have to try to find because the devil may try to distract you, make you forget. But I want to tell you right now, God want to heal you from you cursing yourself out. When I mean cursing, that doesn't mean just saying those quote unquote words. I'm talking about even speaking negative. I'm even speaking about speaking uh, ill about yourself. Speak what God's word says. And like I said, words are seeds, good or bad, godly or ungodly. So why are you using the devil's seed to speak on the God's temple, the word of God of your mind? And I'm, and I'm praying right now. We're going to get ready to pray. But I'm going to be talking to you. I want to talk to you right now. You may be used to all that negative. You may be used to all that stuff. And don't you know, many people. Many people, even professing to be uh, uh, believers of Jesus Christ, there are many people that have a toxic relationship with themselves. They speak negative. They they think negative. They abuse themselves spiritually, mentally, physically. Yes. Don't be your own prisoner. No longer be a hostage of yourself. Allow God's word, allow God's presence to bring healing to you. So it's so important for you to speak. Now, this is the thing. You should have corresponding actions based upon God's words that you speak. I want you to understand, you can say all the good words, but let your good actions coincide with your good words. In other words, make sure that your video lines up with your audio. I want you to start not just saying what God's word says, but do what God's word says. And watch what happens. Watch what happens in your life. And right now I'm praying for those who may be dealing with something, we're going to get ready to have word of prayer. And I want you to cast all your curls upon God, every issue, everything, regardless of what it is. I want you to give it to God and trust that he will help you in whatever you're dealing with. Dear Heavenly Father, we're coming to you right now. Thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We're coming to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on today. So we're coming to you right now, God. We acknowledge you, God. We want to ask you, God, to forgive us, God. If there's anything that's in us that's not like you, God, we give you permission to move it out right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we're speaking right now, God, that you forgive us, that you heal us, God, and we thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness, and we receive your forgiveness. So, God, we're coming to you right now, God. Acknowledge your presence on today, God. God, we're speaking, God, that you heal us from every foul word that was said, every foul action that was done to us. God, we speak right now, God, that you remove every ill 
thoughts, every ill action out of our mind, even our conscious or subconscious right now. Remove it from our spirit, man, right now, God. Remove it from our soul right now, God. And Lord, we speak right now, God, that you examine our hearts right now, God, and pluck out every word that's unlike you right now, God. And God, we speak in God that you right now, God, that you exterminate, God, that you sanitize our soul, our minds right now, God. And now you have cleansed us, God. We speaking, God, that you place your word, God, into our hearts and our minds right now, God, and help us, God, not just to read your word, but also, God, to study your word, God, and to apply it to our lives right now, God, to feast on your word right now, God, in the name of Jesus. And we bind everything the devil stand for. We counsel the devil's assignment right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you right now, God for being a gracious God. Thank you right now, God, for being a forgiving God. Thank you right now, God, for healing our hearts, our minds, and our soul right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you, Lord, for helping us right now, God, and changing our verbiage, God, changing our mindset, God, on you, on us, and even towards others right now, God. In the name of Jesus, we speak right now, God, healing, wholeness, deliverance right now, God. Set the captives free right now. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we speak, God, for those who may be grieving right now, God. Comfort their hearts. Comfort their minds right now, God. Help them, God, even during this process, God. Even through this new norm right now, God. We speak in God that you help them, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we hold up right now, God. Look it up, Andrea, right now, God. Andrea and Andrea, God. Holding them up before you right now, God. Comfort their hearts right now, God. Massage their broken heart right now, God. God, we speaking right now, God, that you regulate every confused mind that may be listening or watching right now, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you right now, God. Even for those who may be dealing with depression right now, God, bring healing right now, God. We bind that spirit right now. In the name of Jesus, we bind every foul actions, every foul word that the devil tried to do right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we speak right now against every stronghold right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we speak it right now, God, that you set them free right now, God. Lord, we speak it right now, God, that you help them right now, God, in every area of their lives right now, God. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we speak God, that you send them around your word, God, and send them around people that's going to speak and hold them accountable right now, God. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done, most importantly, everything that, you, everything that you are right now. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I want to thank each and every one of y'all who are tuned in. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or if you just want to just get in contact with me, you can catch me on Facebook. I'm Brother Prater. That's Brother B-R-O-T-H-E-R. Prater, Piers and Paul, R-A, Tim and Tom, E-R. Um, also, you can go onto my uh, Facebook page. You'll see my daily devotion as well as my videos. Also, you can go to my website at brotherprater.com. Brotherprater.com, you'll see my daily devotions, my videos. Also, where it says events, you'll see my personal appearances. Also, I wasn't trying to find it, but mm, I'll get it next time. Um, 
you will see my books. I have two books I wrote. First one called A Few Good Men, A Path to God's Fatherhood. A Few Good Men was written to inform men their needs and their responsibilities towards their family, their children, even their children's mother, regardless they're with them or not. But also the book is not just for men, but it's for ladies too. It talks to the ladies to let them know their responsibilities as well as the needs of men as well as um, possibly um looking for a potential future husband and or father to present or future children. Also, the next book, um, The Girl Who Was Her Brother's Keeper, The Love Beyond Life, is a book dedicated to my sister, Sheila Prater, who we unfortunately lost due to domestic violence. And, um, you know, they just, they talk about our relationship and, you know, that was my, that was my girl right there. That was, look here. That was my girl. I know that was my sister, but you know, um I I know um the word sister is often uh very much used, but she was more than my sister. And I I love her. I miss her so much and that was that's one relationship I really thank God for. I am I am tremendously, tremendously honored. And so with that being said, I thank each and every one of you all who are tuned in, and thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. God bless you, and good night.